What's up, y'all? This is Jay Jock, your Atlanta Hawks correspondent for Trackstar Sports, and welcome to another episode of Hawks on the Hardwood. So today, I'm going to review some of the happenings around the Hawks this week and also hit on a draft prospect, hopefully one that will be around on the third pick when we pick in this year's draft. But first, let me tell you about a great app for your podcast. The app is called the Podcast Republic app. It allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android devices. You can search for the podcast you want, Select them as favorites and have them all click away. So make sure you download this app right away. Again, the app is called the Podcast Republic app, available on your Android devices. So go ahead and do that. But first, let's get into this episode. All right, so Coach Pierce is starting to build his coaching staff now. And this week, Mark Spears ESPN broke that Atlanta has hired on Melvin Hunt as Pierce's main assistant. Also, Marlon Garnett has come on board as coaching staff for Atlanta. So both hires have actually worked with Coach Pierce before. Hunt worked with Lloyd Pierce in Cleveland, and Garnett played college ball with him at Santa Clara. So some background real quick on the two hires. So Melvin Hunt was most recently Dallas's assistant coach. However, he also had assistant coaching stints with the Rockets, Lakers, Cavs, and Nuggets. He was an interim coach at Denver after Brian Shaw was fired. But when he was an interim coach, he actually only went 10 and 13. So it's not that great. It's kind of disappointing. However, he did have some success during his time with the Cavs. Because when he was with the Cavs, they actually went to the NBA Finals and the Eastern Conference Finals. They went to the semifinals a few times also. So that's Melvin Hunt. Nothing extremely exciting, but I'm going to trust Pierce knows what he's doing um, with Hunt. And hopefully he's also got a lot of good player developmental um, experience. Um, Marlon Garnett, now he does have player developmental experience. He was a player development coordinator with the Suns for the last two years. Now, I know a lot of people might be thinking, well, the Suns aren't very good. But you think about it, the last two years they've been developing um, Devin Booker and some other players that have developed pretty well. Before he was with the Suns, he was the player development coordinator with the Spurs. So that's not that bad. It's pretty good. And once again, we have somebody who has a lot of experience in that area. And that's good news. And it shows we're still going towards that developmental, developmenting um, avenue that I think is so important. Another thing that I want to talk about is John Collins was named to the all-rookie second team this week. So the last time an all-rookie member of the Hawks, um, there was an all-rookie member that was also a Hawk player, was Al Horford who made the NBA rookie first team in 2008. Now, I already compared the two players um, in the first podcast, if you want to go back and listen, um, when I compared Horford and Collins. So I'm not going to go into that right now. Instead, I'm just going to uh, mention some of Collins' performance and how well he did this year. So John Collins had the most offensive rebounds for rookies this year at 176 and was second in total rebounds, getting 541. He also was second in blocks and field goal percentage. Also, John Collins, I mentioned this earlier, his true field goal percentage is the fourth highest in NBA history for a rookie. The fourth highest, so that's really good. It was a great year for Collins, and I expect him to continue to improve under um, Lloyd Pierce and his staff. And hopefully we'll have an all-star in the coming few years in Atlanta in John Collins. Another thing I want to talk about, And this is something I kind of want to focus on um, right now. 
is that it's draft time. And I know I've been relatively silent on what I think should happen in the draft. Most people, of course, they seem to be sold on um, Aiton and Doncic going as the first and second pick. So for now, I'm not going to talk about those two players. Instead, I'm going to be talking about what most people are thinking we should probably, who we should probably select for the third pick, and that will be Marvin Bagley. So let's focus in on that real quick. In my opinion, Bagley's a straight beast. I mean, he's a great player. One time he got 32 points and 21 rebounds in one game, and that's saying a lot, especially for a freshman. He also had two 30-point and 15-rebound games in a row, and no one in Duke history has ever done this. And that's saying a lot since Duke is one of the best college ball programs in NCAA history. So since no Duke player has ever done that, that's really, really amazing, especially since he's a freshman and a lot of great players have came out of Duke. His average for his freshman campaign was 21 points per game and 11 rebounds. He was also ACC Player of the Year. So we know he can score. We also know he can rebound. Looking at those stats. But the thing is, is can he play defense? See, that's the issue. Not really. <laughs> he, he has a pretty bad reputation for not being a very good defensive player. In fact, so his, his defense is pretty bad. Now, my thing is, is I'm not too worried in the fact that he can't play defense as long as he's willing to learn because coach Pierce we know he's a defensive specialist that's his thing he's a player development guy but he's also a defensive guy so he's really going to try to teach him defense if we do choose to put Bagley on the Hawks so my issue like I said is not as much is this freshman at Duke not a good defensive player? Is will he be willing to put in that work and learn how to play defense on an NBA level? Now, luckily, it seems like Schlank when he's doing the draft, um, pretty much every interview he said, he's not looking at stats. He's not looking as much as the performance um, in college or overseas or wherever they have played as he's interviewing players to see what drives them. What do they want to do? Um, in your career in the NBA. He wants to know if they're driven to get to that next level of greatness. So I'm assuming what he's going to do is he's going to talk to Bagley and see, hey, is Bagley willing to really work on his defense? And if he is, and he's really driven to continue to be better and better and better, then yeah, I think he'll be a great number three pick. If not, and he's just kind of, it seems like, you know, he might just want to continue to just only be a good scorer and a good uh, rebounder. I don't know. Maybe we should go somewhere else. Um, it's iffy. But Bagley, regardless, he's in the, he's a, an immense talent. An immense talent. So I'm cool with getting him at number three. But I really hope he's willing to work. Well, that's all I have. Um, I'm not going to go into a lot of the other players because we're out of time. Um, I'm sure I'm going to mention some more players that I think we should draft in future episodes. If you want to hit me up on my Twitter or my Instagram and say who you would like to talk about, any of these new draft prospects, feel free to. Um, my social media handle is I am Jock. That's Jock spelled with a J-A-E-J-O-C. I am Jock. And hit me up and um, we can talk sports. But that's it for today. This is the Hawks on the Hardwood podcast. I'm your host, Jay Jock. Hope to hear from y'all soon. And hopefully hear y'all next time.